Hi, this is your host, Anne Kansiran, and you're listening to podcast episode 14, part 2 of DENR Environmental Management Bureau, Calabarzon Region. On this episode, we share with you the second part of the lecture of Ms. Faina Ifurung, the Regional Executive Assistant, or REA, and the Concurrent Legal Officer of DENREMB Calabarzon on the Revised Rules of the Pollution Adjudication Board, or PAB, on Pleading, Practice, and Procedure in Pollution Cases. maganda at makakaligatang umaga po sa inyong lahat. Ang discussion po natin for today ay ang atin pong uh, violations pagdating po sa ating pollution laws, specifically sa atin pong Clean Air Act at sa ating Clean Water Act, and kung paano kami nag-endorse or nag-elevate po ng mga pollution cases sa Pollution Adjudication Board. Um, if ever, uh, wag naman po sana na tayo po ay makaranas na magkaroon po ng mga pollution cases with the Pollution Adjudication Board, ay alam na po natin kung ano po yung procedure and ano po yung mga sanctions na uh, binababa po ng Pollution Adjudication Board. At makakatulong din po ito sa atin para maintindihan po yung proseso ng um, uh, imposition ng sanctions ng PAB at ano po yung mga defenses na pwede po nating ganitin para hindi naman po uh, mabigat yung um, sanctions na maaring ibaba po ng Pollution Adjudication Board. Okay? Okay, now we go to the specific jurisdiction. So, merong general, merong uh, specific jurisdiction of our Pollution Adjudication Board for the Cleaner Act uh, mag-assume ng jurisdiction ng board when we have an exceedance dun po sa ating DNR allowable standards pagdating sa Cleaner Act and when we violate any regulation under the under Republic Act 8749. For the Clean Water Act, papasok ng jurisdiction ni PAB when there is an exceedance to our DNR fluent standards. So, um, DAO 35, ang ginagamit na natin ngayon is DAO 2016-08. So, meron din po tayong bagong DAO. Um, so, nagkaroon lang ng uh, ilang pagbabago sa ibang parameters po natin on heavy metals, yung mga standards po natin. I hope you get hold of a uh, copy of our recent um, standards po natin pagdating po sa mga ibang parameters. But, DAO 2016-08, ay ginagamit pa rin natin. Uh, we also papasok ang jurisdiction ng board when we commit any of the prohibited acts under Section 27 of Republic Act 9275. So what are the uh, prohibited acts under Section 27? First is when we discharge or deposit materials that could pollute our water bodies. Okay? Um, whether we know or hindi po natin alam na tayo ay nag-discharge na pala ng polluted water sa ating paligid, 
we could be held liable under this provision, this first provision under Section 27. Okay, I will cite an example. Kung matataan-daan niyo po yung nangyari sa Tubi, Batangas, kung nagkaroon po ng formation ng foam sa isang creek sa Tubi, so yung holder po ay holder ng empty drums. So wala na pong laman yung drums. Um, hinugasan ngayon ng isa niyang tauhan yung empty drums sa creek, sa isang creek sa Tumi, Batangas. Uh, hindi pala akalain nung um, naguhugas ng drums na meron pa palang mga uh, tinatawag natin mga latak na naka, na chemicals dun sa drum. So, ngayon nag-cause ng formation ng foam. So, the company or the holder, we held them liable under this provision. So, hindi sila aware na meron pa palang uh, uh, chemicals yung drums. So, although hindi sila aware, we have them liable under this provision. Okay? Another example. Um, although this one naman sa RA6969, okay, yung transport or discharge of prohibited chemicals. So, meron kasing isang uh, TSD facility naman, uh, Laguna, na sinumbo. Kasi sinumbong sila ng tauhan nila. Siguro, tauhan is natanggal na. So, nagsumbong sa EMB na nagbaba. Uh, they were um, disposing yung drums containing hazardous waste, chemicals, or nilalagay nila, binabaon nila sa ilalim ng lupa. Okay? So, there is a possibility na yung uh, hazardous waste materials na yon, although nakalagay siya sa mga drums, they could pollute our ground water. Okay? So, nung pinuntahan, yung facility, nakita nga na the drums, yung mga drums were uh, being buried uh, underneath. So, positive nakita na pinabaon nga yung mga, yung mga drums containing hazardous waste materials. So, they were held liable under Section 27 of the Clean Water Act. Okay? So, either we pollute our um, any body of water or the groundwater, we could be held liable under Section 27. Another prohibited act is when we discharge regulated pollutants without a valid discharge permit. So we must ensure na yun pong ating mahawak na discharge permit ay valid pa or hindi pa po expired. Okay? Another violation is when we undertake activities in violation of PD-1586. So, when we um, start the implementation or construction or development activities without uh, any ECC or Environmental Compliance Certificate. Another violation is when we transport or discharge prohibited chemicals in violation of RA-6969. So, kung merong disposal, of regulated chemicals into our water bodies or that would pollute our groundwater, we could be held liable under this provision. Another prohibited act and is when we transport or dump solid waste under RA-9003. Okay, so merong disposal ng mga basura. Okay, so kung i-allow natin yung ating mga basura na mapunta sa mga bodies of water, we could be held liable under this provision. Next is when we transport or dump solid waste into sea waters. Okay. Another is when we refuse 
to allow entry, inspection, or monitoring by the TNR. So, as a reminder lang po, diba, kung may mag inspect po sa atin, we could uh, ask din po from the EMB representatives uh, yung kanilang travel order, mission order, or inspector's ID. So, either of the three ay pwede pong i-present. Kahit ano po dun sa tatlo ay pwedeng i-present during the conduct of inspection or monitoring, travel order, mission order, or inspector's ID. Kung doubtful pa rin po tayo dun sa pagkakakinanlan o sa uh, identity ng pong mga DNR or EMB personnel are conducting the inspection, you could always call uh, the EMB regional offices to validate yung identity from mga EMB inspectors. Uh, yung mga protocol po natin, we could also explain. So, di ba, sa mga piggery or poultry, meron po tayong protocol na mga yung ating mga biosafety requirements kaya hindi po tayo nagpapagkat sa ating facility. Kailangan lang po ay explain lang po natin ito dun sa ating sa ating mga EMB representatives. So, kung meron din kayo mga protocol for COVID-19, so inform nyo lang po yung ating po mga inspectors. Another violation is refusal to allow access to relevant reports. So, lahat po ng reports po natin, documents, must be presented during the inspection or monitoring. Although, merong instances naman that we allow, um, kaya well, hindi kulang ng ganitong document during the inspection. So, pwedeng after five days ay submit nyo sa EMB region yung document. Uh, another is um, refusal. Ah, yung sa reports naman, may mga instances kasi nasasabihin ng uh, management or PCO na yung mga documents po nila ay nasa head office. Okay? So, wag po nating uh, hayaan po na yung mga documents po natin ay nasa head office. Uh, yung head office minsan ay nasa, nasa Makati or nasa Tagig. Hindi naman po yan yung aming binibisita or ini-inspect. Lahat po ng documents must be available on-site. Okay? Refusal or failure to submit reports. So, we must submit on time. Yun pong ating um, uh, mga reports po natin. Yung ating pong mga SMR or CMR must be submitted within the prescribed period. Refusal or failure to designate pollution control officers. So, kailangan, masabi natin, one ECC, one ECO. Okay, so, dapat ang ating pong, meron pa tayong mga appointed PCO sa ating mga establishments. Um, napakahalaga, yun po kasi ng role, na ating mga pollution control officers, kayo po ang extension arm ng DNR pagdating po sa environmental compliance. So, kayo po ang katulong po ng DNR para po masiguro na ating po industry or company ay nakakasunod po sa lahat ng environmental laws, rules, and regulations. Okay. Sa RA9003, papasok ang jurisdiction ng board kapag merong uh, unauthorized transport and dumping of solid waste into our sea waters. For RA6969, when there is an illegal transport or discharge of prohibited chemicals or substances under RA6969, and when we operate facilities that would discharge hazardous substances into our water bodies. 
Now we go to the powers of the pop and sanctions. Okay? Ano yung mga sanctions to be imposed by the board for Republic Act 9275 or the Clean Water Act. And for the Clean Air Act, the board can recommend the issuance of cease and cease order. The board can also recommend the filing of criminal charge of contempt. Yan po ating criminal case, contempt case. For the penalty, okay, the board can recommend also the imposition of fines or penalties. The fines under the Clean Water Act is 10,000 or 200,000 per day of violation. For the Clean Air Act, the penalty is 10,000 or 100,000 per day of violation. Okay, tandaan po natin, per day ang imposition of fines. Um, the penalty will start from the initial sampling and will end dun po sa sampling na tayo po ay pasado na sa standards. So after the second sampling ay pasado na po tayo, titigil na po ang counting of penalty. Okay, dun po sa within LLDA jurisdiction, huwag po kayo mag-worry kasi same lang kami ng procedure naman ng uh, ng LLDA. So, iba lang yung humahawak ng case. Pero same procedure. Okay? Um, sa penalties, sa fines or penalties, would start from the initial sampling, would end from the sampling na tayo ay compliant na sa ating emission or effluent standards. So, kung hindi pa tayo compliant after na second or third sampling, uh, magtutuloy-tuloy siya hanggang doon sa sampling or testing na tayo ay pasado na sa standards. Um, sa penalties, hindi kasama yung mga araw na wala po tayong operation. So, excluded yung days na wala po tayong operation o yung mga Saturdays, Sundays, or legal holidays na wala po tayong operation. Okay? And pagdating po sa mga sanctions, or penalties, the managing head, or the management and the pollution control officer are solidarily liable. Pag sinabi natin solidarity liability, ay pareho po, may liability ang managing head at ang pollution control officer. Okay? Sa mga PCO, yan, nakita nyo na po yung ating mga sanctions. So, siguro po ang iba sa inyo ay uh, nag-iisip o herkabado. Yan, wag po kayong nag- uh, mag-worry or nag-worry dahil lang dun po sa inyo nakita ng mga sanctions. Kasi, dadaan naman po tayo sa mga series of technical conferences and series of submission of uh, position papers. Okay? And um, Para din sa inyong safety or security, uh, safe, uh, para rin uh, ma-avoid natin yung mga sanctions as pollution control officers, ay kailangan lahat po ng ating recommendations ay properly documented. Okay? Uh, kung sabihin, kung meron pong tayong recommendations for the improvement of our operations, so kailangan lang po ay properly documented para makita din naman ni board na meron tayong initiatives uh, as pollution control officers to improve our operation. So, nagka-problema, tapos hindi in-approve ni management yung ating mga proposal, 
lookout na po yun ni management. At least on our on your part, as PCOs, ay ginawa po ninyo yung lahat ng inyong responsibilities. Okay? Now, we go to the delegation of powers from the board to the regional office. So, kanina, one of the powers of the board ay um, uh, they could delegate some of their powers to the regional offices. So, the EMB, regional office. So, wala pa po kasi tayong regional pub. So, siguro kung meron tayong reg regional pub, um, si EMB na ang mag-handle ng mga uh, pollution cases. However, dahil wala nga tayong regional pub, so si pub sa central office ang mag-assure for exceedance violations. Sa permitting violations, ay binaba na po ni PAP ang jurisdiction sa mga EMD regional offices. So, kung sa mga minor violations pala, binaba na po ni PAP sa mga EMD regional office. This is through the issuance of PAP Reso 1 series of 2019. Okay? Also, uh, the penalty for minor violations ay tumaas po. So, from 10,000 ay nag-increase po ng, uh, ng 19,500. Uh, under the Clean Water Act kasi, kailangan 10% ay increase every 2 years. Pero since the implementation of the Clean Water Act, ay never po tayo nag-increase ng penalty. It was only last 2019, August 2019, wherein the penalty was increased from 10,000 to 19,500. Okay? So, what are the minor violations that would fall already under the uh, jurisdiction of the EMB regional offices? First is when we operate facilities without a valid discharge, uh, a valid permit to operate. Second, when we discharge regulated pollutants without a valid permit. Third, when we refuse or fail to designate pollution control officers, and fourth, when we fail to submit reports within the prescribed period. Okay? So those are the minor violations which would fall under the authority or jurisdiction of the pollution. Ah, that would fall under the authority or jurisdiction of the EMB regional offices. So how do we apply? The penalty for permitting violations under the discharge permit or RA-9275, the penalty is 19500 for every year of violation. For permitting violations under the Clean Air Act, the penalty is 19500 Um, For five years of validity ng ating PTO, that is 19500 for that five-year validity. Kung yearly yung renewal ng ating permit to operate, uh, that is 19,500 for every year of violation. So, meron kasing iba, yung mga minor lang yung kanilang mga air pollution devices uh, or hindi siya nagkakreate ng major uh, ng em malaking emissions to so, 5 years ng validity. So yung mga malaking mag-create ng emissions, um, yearly po yung renewal ng permit to operate. Okay? So, sa failure to designate pollution control officers, that is a one-time penalty of 19,500. 
Pero kung madalas, di ba, kung nyari, uh, yearly, di ba, yearly nag, uh, nag, uh, nagre-resign yung PCO, tapos, well, hindi agad nag-designate si company. Uh, during the inspection, nakita ulit, di ba, second time na, na nakita na wala na mga PCO si company, um, panibago 19,500 na naman doon. Okay? Kasi every time na it would be determined na walang PCO si company, that is 19,500. Failure to submit reports. Okay? Um, the penalty is 90,500 for every period na hindi po tayo nag-submit ng SMR or CMR. So, kung two quarters tayo hindi nag-submit, that is 90,500 times 2. Okay? So, yun na po yung uh, penalty imposed for minor violations na si EMB region ang mag impose ng penalty or ng fines. For exceedance violations, si PAB pa rin ang mag impose ng sanctions at ng fines. So, ang penalty for exceedance is 10,000 or 200,000 sa Clean Water Act. Sa Clean Air Act is 10,000 or 100,000 per day of violation. Okay? So, tandaan nyo po yung... Uh, delegation of powers okay, ng, from PAP to regional office. Uh, now we go to the orders being issued by the Pollution Education Board. First, uh, the board can issue a show cause order. So yung show cause order is parang binibigyan ni board the opportunity si company para makapag-explain kung bakit hindi dapat siya bigyan ng cease and desist order. And sa reply sa ating mga sa sa ating uh, showcase order kailangan nakalagay yung result po ng ating effluent or ng ating emission testing na pasado na sa standards or kung hindi naman po pasado ay at least hindi siya uh, lumalayo dun sa standards po ni DNR okay another order is a cease and desist order so the board the CDO is a formal demand immediately directing a person or facility or business to stop or refrain from doing a particular activity or to stop the operation of a particular machine, equipment, process, or activity uh, which, has, which is causing pollution. Okay? Tandaan natin, ang pinapasara lang or pinapadlock or nilalagyan ng seal Ang pinapatigil is yung activity. Ang sinasara or pinapadlock ay yung process, equipment, or process or equipment na nag-cause ng pollution. Okay? So, hindi po yung buong operation. So, titingnan nyo po sa ating first two na photographs. That is an actual case uh, which occurred dito lang sa Cavite. Nung nag-leak yung pipeline ng isang petroleum company at napolyot na cause ng oil spill sa Rosario, Cavite. So, ang pinadlock lang namin or lingagyan ng seal ay yung pipeline na nag-cause po ng pollution. Hindi po yung buong operation. Case, yun lang po pipeline na nag-cause po ng pollution. So, yun po yung konsepto ng CDO sa Clean Water Act and Clean Air Act. Pinapatigil lang, sinasara, o nilalagyan ng padlock or seal yung kung equipment, process, activity, or machine na naging source ng pollution. Sa 
Uh, ex parte CDO, so na-explain pa na rin kanina yung difference. Ex parte CDO is, um, as a normal CDO, we would execute that within 72 hours. No, ex parte CDO, immediate ang execution. Okay? Um, nag, na-execute na, or nag-i-issue lang ng ex parte CDO kapag yung pollution is already causing immediate threat to life, public health, safety, or welfare, or to animal or plant life, or there is an accident to the allowable DNR standards. Um, the ex parte CDO is issued without the conduct of a hearing. Kaya siya immediately executory. Okay? So, yung difference ng normal na CDO sa ex parte CDO. Normal na CDO, mag-undergo pa ng technical conference, series of technical conference, and submission of position papers. The ex parte CDO, immediate ang implementation or execution. Okay? Another order to be issued by the board is a temporary lifting order. So, yung TLO po natin, so during the effectivity or uh, existence of the CDO, pwede mag-file ng motion for TLO ang company. Uh, if granted by the board, the company is only required to implement their pollution control programs or to conduct sampling or emission testing. Um, the TLO, yung period na binibigay ng board is up to 30 days. But we can file a motion to extend the TLO additional 15 days. That would be uh, up to 45 days. Uh, in some instances, pwede mag-issue ang board ng up to ilang months na TLO as long, um, but they would depend on sa ating sinabmit na pollution control programs or mitigating or corrective measures or rehabilitation activities. Okay? Uh, formal lifting order is a finality of our case. So, kung after po ng mga sampling or emission testing conducted at tayo ay compliant na sa fluent or emission standards, then the board can already issue a formal lifting order. The issuance of, a, of an FLO is not an assurance na hindi na tayo magkakaroon ng panibagong case kapag nagkaroon tayo ng uh, another violation in the future. Okay? Kasama din sa FLO, yung payment of fines or penalties. So, bihira po actually mag-waive ng penalty si board. O mag-impose man sila, uh, ina-allow yung payment through installment. Okay? On the part of the EMB regional office, so kung nasa regional office level pa lang yung pollution case, pwede mag-issue ng interim CDO. Although hindi ito mandatory for the EMB regional offices, but the EMB region can issue an interim CDO. The interim CDO is only valid for 7 days. Within the 7-day period, kailangan maitaas or ma-elevate ni EMB region yung case sa board para si board ay makapag-issue ng formal CDO. So kung hindi po ma-elevate yung case within the 7-day period, uh, dun sa interim CDO period, hindi na pwede mag-issue ng formal CDO ang Pollution Adjudication Board. Okay, so yun interim CDO. For appeal on the decision of the Pollution Adjudication Board, kaya nang nabanggit ko kanina, only one motion for reconsideration is allowed sa decision po ng board. 
and um, the board, uh, kung hindi pa rin po tayo amenable sa decision ng board sa ating motion for reconsideration, we can already file our appeal with the Court of Appeals. Okay? So, <clears throat> kung wala naman po appeal sa decision ni board, then the decision is considered final and executory. Okay, so we review our procedure uh, of the pollution cases from the EMB region to the Pollution Adjudication Board. So, balik po tayo sa EMB region of, uh, regional office level. So, the EMB region will conduct monitoring or inspection uh, with effluent sampling or emission testing. So, paglabas po ng laboratory analysis at tayo po ay nag-exceed sa standards, the EMB will issue a notice of violation. The notice of violation would, would uh, include yung pong uh, result of inspection, result of sampling or emission testing, uh, requirement for the proponent to submit their justification or explanation letter, and requirement for the company to attend a technical conference. So the technical conference, so ang nag po on behalf of the company is the uh, managing head or the pollution control officer or pwede naman pong magkasama ang managing head at ang PCO. Um, other than the PCO, we can allow yung attendance po ng um, attendance po ng uh, representative as long as for as long as um, the representative meron po siyang uh, letter of authority or um, SPA special power of, uh, of attorney na sila po could decide on behalf of the company or the management. Okay, so nandaan din lang natin na uh, for now, due to the pandemic, uh, we are conducting our technical conferences virtually or through virtual platforms. So technical conference, pinag-uusapan po natin lahat po ng ating mga commitments, ano po yung mga mitigating or corrective measures na kailangan po natin implement, and ano yung ating mga justification or explanation better. After po ng submission of your remedial or mitigating measures and after the implementation of your remedial or mitigating measures, the EMD Visual Office will conduct a second sampling or emission testing. For the sampling or emission testing, okay, kung tayo po ay merong pollution case, general rule, si EMD lang ang pwedeng mag conduct ng sampling or emission testing. Exception, pwedeng uh, third party, then our accredited laboratory, ang mag-conduct ng sampling or emission testing for as long as meron pong witness na magagaling from the EMB regional offices. Pero kung wala naman po tayong pollution case, uh, mga in-house monitoring lang, uh, pwede na pong third party ang mag-conduct ng sampling or emission testing. Okay? Um, kung tayo po ay compliant na sa standards after po ng second sampling or emission testing, si EMB region po ay pwedeng i-elevate ang case or kailangan i-elevate ang case sa Pollution Adjudication Board for their determination kung mag-i-impose ng fines or penalties. On the other hand, kung bagsak pa rin po tayo after ng second sampling or emission testing, I-elevate po ni region ang kaso sa board for their determination kung kailangan mag-impose ng mas mabigat na sanction or penalty 
at yung mabigat na sanction na yan ay ang cease and desist order. Okay, so CEMB region ang mag-execute ng CDO to be um, issued by the Pollution Adjudication Board. So within 72 hours, the EMB region will have to execute the CDO. For the CDO, tandaan po natin ang pinapasaralang or nilalagyan ng padlock or ng seal ay yung particular machine, process, or activity or equipment na naging source ng pollution. Hindi po yung buong operation. During the lifetime of the CDO, the company can file or during the effectivity of the CDO, the company can file a motion for the temporary lifting of the cease and desist order. If granted by the board, kung nag-grant yung TLO, the company is allowed to implement their pollution control programs or to conduct sampling. After po ng mga series of sampling or emission testing, at tayo po ay compliant na sa effluent or emission standards, the PAB will now issue a formal lifting order. So formal lifting order, kasama pa rin po ang payment of fines or penalties. And hindi rin po assurance na kapag tayo ay nabigyan ng FLO, ay hindi na tayo magkakaroon ng panibagong pollution case. On the other hand, po tayo po ay uh, hindi pa rin compliant sa emission or effluent standards after po ng series. Or napakadaming sampling or emission testing ay bagsak pa rin po tayo sa DNR standards. Si uh, PAB can now issue the closure or stoppage of the whole operation. Hindi na lang po yung process, equipment, machine, or activity na naging source ng pollution. Okay? So, yun po ang overview of the development of pollution cases from the EMB Regional Office to the Pollution Adjudication Board. Okay? So, I hope na matandaan nyo po yung ating pong proseso. Now we go to our decided cases. So these are cases na uh, which were appealed sa ating uh, Court of Appeals and sa Supreme Court. First we have PAB versus Solar Textile Finishing Corporation. So Solar Textile is engaged sa dyeing o yung pagkukulay ng mga garments. So during the um, inspection or monitoring, it was found out na nag-exceed yung result ng effluent ni Solar Textile. And the board issued an ex parte CDO. So, kinestion ni Solar Textile yung issuance ng ex parte CDO ni PAP. In this case, sabi ni board, uh, ni court, ni Supreme Court, the PAP or the board can issue an ex parte CDO. Especially, when the pollution is already causing immediate threat to life, public health, safety, or welfare, or to animal or plant life. Okay, so yun yung case ni Solar Textile Finishing Corporation. And our next case is Pacific Steam Laundry versus LLDA. So in this case, um, kinestion naman ni Pacific Steam Laundry yung authority ni LLDA to issue a CDO. So si Pacific Steam ay nagkaroon ng violation under the Clean Water Act. So wala siyang uh, discharge permit from LLDA 
wala siyang LLDA clearance and nag-exceed yung kanyang uh, result of uh, sampling, yung kanyang effluent sa PSS, EOD, oil and grease, and color. So in this case, the Supreme Court decided in favor of LLDA, citing that under Executive Order 927, LLDA is granted additional powers and functions when it comes to monitoring, licensing, and enforcement. Also, LLDA is given the power to adjudicate pollution cases under Republic Act 4850, okay, yung creation ng charter of the Laguna Lake Development Authority. Our next case is the De La Merced case. So, si De La Merced ay owner po ng isang building na pinapaupa niya po yung kanyang mga spaces. So, meron po siyang mga tenants. So, ang issued po kay De La Merced is a certificate of non-coverage. And nung nag-monitor po si EMBNCR, it was found out na walang discharge permit si De La Merced and yung result of sampling also exceeded the uh, exceeded the effluent standards. So, umabot po ang case hanggang Supreme Court kasi pinestion po ni, ni De La Merced yung uh, sabi niya ay hindi na daw siya dapat covered sa Republic Act 9275 or the Clean Water Act kasi certificate of non-coverage lang ang issued sa kanya. Okay? But in this case, the court decided in favor of EMB, NCR, and the PAP, citing na under PD-1586 or the Environmental Impact Statement System, uh, uh, kung CNC holders po tayo, we are only exempted from complying with PD-1586, but we still have to comply with the other environmental laws, rules, and regulations. We still have to secure our discharge permit, comply with the effluent standards, we have to secure our permit to operate and comply with the emission standard. We also have to secure our DNR, hazardous waste ID. And our last case is the Mark Copper case. So, si Mark Copper is a mining company located sa Marinduque, uh, wherein the Mark Copper was granted a mine tailing permit by the, by the Mines and Geosciences Bureau. So they were allowed to dispose their mine tailings at a certain area sa kanilang uh, operation. Nagkataon na nasira yung area na, na yon, kaya yung kanilang mine tailings ay pumunta sa Bowak River at nag-cause ng pollution. Um, Kineson ni... Uh, Mark Hopper, yung authority ni PAB or ni Pollution Education Board sa kanyang pollution case. Sabi ni Mark Hopper, dapat daw ang nag-a-assume ng jurisdiction sa kanila ay ang mines adjudicatory body since sila po ay uh, involved sa mining operations. Ang mines po kasi natin or MCB ay meron ding sariling adjudicatory body. But in this case, the court um, cited na ang jurisdiction lang ni MAF or ni Vines Adjudicatory Body ay pagdating lang sa violations ng mining permits ng mga mining companies. So si PAP pa rin ang may exclusive jurisdiction 
sa mga pollution cases. So the court decided in favor of the pollution adjudication board. Okay? So those are the decided cases for our uh, pollution cases. Okay? So that's the end of my lecture po for the Pollution Adjudication Board. So, iwanin ko po kayo ng quotation from Guy McPherson. If you really think that the environment is less important than the economy, try holding your breath while you count your month. Thank you for joining us on another educational podcast episode. Click on the subscribe button now and make sure you never miss an episode. You can also like and follow us on our official Facebook page to easily get updates. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash EMBR4A. Catch us on the next episode.